This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Celts and Kiwis, brought to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Members of the society and wider Scottish community explore the connections between Dunedin, Edinburgh and Scotland, culminating in St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon on Sunday, November the 28th. Chat, music, history and giveaways, proudly supported by Dunedin City Council Events and Community Development. That's Kilts and Kiwis, Wednesday morning at 11 and podcast from oer.org.nz. to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Yeah, better. Better late than never, eh, Ron? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Back for another um, session of uh, Kilts and Kiwis. Ron McIntosh in the co-driver's seat with me, Simon, here yeah, for um, this uh, show. And, and we've got a theme. Absolutely. It's Kayleigh's. Now, I, I must tell you, um, I have actually never been to Kayleigh. Isn't that dreadful? Um, born in Glasgow. I'm, I'm very Scottish. I do two Scottish radio shows. I do one on ORFM on a Sunday afternoon, and I do one in Radio Dunedin on a Sunday night, and I've never been to Kayleigh. I think that's dreadful. Um, but never mind. So I won't ask you what dance you would have done to that last track? No, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I never what? did Highland Dancing. 
And I mean, Glasgow just wasn't a kind of Highland dancey area in the sixties. You know, it was, as Billy Connolly says, um, Highland dancing was for Tuchters, and they were Highlanders. <laughs> it's got a lot better now. What's um, a Tuchter? A Tuchter. A Tuchter. A Tuchter is a Highland a Highland person. Okay. Yeah. Anyone outside of Glasgow, Anyone I guess. What, what, of Glasgow, what do they call yeah. people from Edinburgh? Uh, they don't speak to them. <laughs> I was going to say that'd be unmentionable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, today's theme is um, um, the Kaylee and dancing, and the reason behind that was a couple of months ago now. God, the, the time does fly. Um, there was a group called the Haggis Protection yeah. Society yeah. out of the university that set up a wee uh, Kaylee event that I went along to and got some interviews and um, ha- had a good night. It was full on. It yeah, was like I, I actually was three, going to go to that. I, yeah. was, I, 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 was, I was trying to go, but um, I had test, well, I hadn't tested for COVID, but um, I'd had to have a test for COVID. And, of course, I wasn't allowed out for three days until I got the results. <laughs> right. And it was that weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it yeah. was like, and it was solid three hours of... Yeah. And it was great, you know, and, and, and we'll get into this as the show goes. Um, a, a caller and a band and um, working through dances and how yeah. to do them. But you're on your feet most of the time yeah. and, and, and moving around. But, but it was yeah. well, very well put on. Um, a good um, a good do and a great time was had by all. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, I mean, over 200 I, I, people. I have been to a barn dance. I don't know if that counts. But it's kind <laughs> you're of... getting close. It's kind of getting close. It's kind of similar. I went to one at um, Larna Castle um, for the Midwest. Winter Ball. Oh, yeah. And, and they had a, a kind of band dance type Kaylee, and that was brilliant. Oh, they might have tried a couple of dances there, weren't yeah. you? But yeah, that was who magic. Was, who, was, who was the was the Scottish Fiddle Orchestra? I mean, the Dunedin um, Fiddle yeah, Orchestra was, there. Yeah, and they yeah were so it would have been, it's, it's a crossover, isn't it? That, that sort of folk dancing. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice to watch. <laughs> oh, so you didn't, you didn't partake, Ron? Oh, I'm not really a dancer. I've got two left feet. Yeah, but then this yeah. is what it's all about. This is the whole thing yeah, with I this, know. I think. I know. Anyone I, can do it. Yeah, yeah, apart from me. Not to worry. Um, I'll get there. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get you um, when I'll they do another one. I'll definitely come to that again. Yeah. yeah, well, there's talk of ho- hopefully trying to tie it all in in November. Um, and obviously there's question marks galore all around yeah. for us for celebrating St Andrew's Day. Um, and, and, and it's very probable, I'd say, that well, I guess it's possible that will be level one, but um, I, yeah, I guess well, it now depends on everyone getting, well, as many people getting vaccinated. Yeah, and, they're talking about, but, there's, there's quite, a, quite a jump in cases in Auckland um, today. Oh, okay. Um, but they reckon that was going to happen anyway. So, I mean, who knows? Yeah. You, know, you yeah. just have to accept what it is. And it, we are so much better off than people overseas. I mean, we've got no idea. We have been, like yes. Yeah, really? yeah. And for us, of course, the, the big thing is we're a small group. I think they would put a, a many, many more, um, not so much restrictions, but uh, things we protocols that we'd have to do that would just make it yeah. untenable for us to do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. we, you know, we're still we've got an open book, yeah. and we'll see how, yeah, see how, how things, things trip go. on. Yeah. And um, we can talk about your coup. No, no, I'm not going to do the coup. Oh, you're not. No, I'm, I'm going to look at it next year. I think okay. there's just too much going on at the moment. Um, but I'm definitely going to do it. So I can talk about that later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, let's have a track. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the Kaylee chat a bit later on, but um, here's a track from uh, Runrig.
And that was, uh, that was Runrig with the uh, track called... Oh, come on, let's see what that track is called. What was the track called, Ron? Um, a bit out of practice here. Oh, The Crowded River, and it's in Gaelic. It's in Gaelic, yeah, I don't know Gaelic, sorry. Yeah, we used to call it garlic. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a, a renaissance in Scott now for Gaelic, and a lot more people are... Not speaking it as much, but going to, you know, Gaelic concerts and doing that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that's great. New Scottish Revival. Yeah, yeah. and I, I enjoyed the, the Gaelic session that we had at um, St Andrew's Day. Um, it was only five or ten minutes, but it was really nice. Uh, yeah. It's just quite kind of uplifting music. I really enjoy it. It's, it's very much ga- Gaelic. Gaelic is very similar to... Uh, to, to the Maori language in terms yeah. of the way it works so yeah. well and flows so yeah. well in song. It does, absolutely. And it's a great way to learn the yeah. language. It's a, a good starting point um, yeah. to take that forward. Here with um, Kilts and Kiwis with Ron and Simon, um, and we'll continue on the dancing theme with an, was Jim McLeod again. Yep. And so the first track we did was something about going to Australia, you see. Yeah, it was Ian Powery um, was very well known in Scotland. He had, he had a big dance band, and that track was Ian Powery's farewell to Ochterarder. Was he leaving Ochterarder and going to Australia? Ochterarder, uh, is that a place? Ochterarder, yeah. That, they have um, Highland Games there in Ochterarder. Okay, so where's that exactly? Don't ask me. Oh, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> um. Oh, goodness. Must I can't remember. It's up north. <laughs> yeah, but, but they have Highland Games at Ochterarder. Okay. And, of course, Ian Powery um, used to go to the Highland Games a lot up there. Okay. So yep, I've been yep. back in Scotland. I, I was back there 11 years ago. And prior to that, I hadn't been back for probably 25 years. Whoa. And when I lived in Scotland, I was only 18 and 19. So you didn't really go to places like that. You weren't no. interested. You were interested in going to the pub. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now as you're getting older, your Scottish history starts to mean so much yep. more. To, well, your history, regardless, means sure. so much more to you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on my bucket list to do at some stage. Yeah, well, fingers crossed for that yeah. one, eh? Yeah, so, yeah. so this next track yeah. is... Um, so another dancing track. Yeah, it's a tribute to William Wallace. Um, of course, if you watched the Braveheart movie, I wonder if he ever danced. I don't think so. He had a seven-foot sword, so I think it would have got in his way. <laughs> he danced badly. Yeah. Um, this is with the Midlothian Pipe Band tribute to William Wallace.
And the jolly good time was had by all there. That's um, off an album called The Flowers of Edinburgh. It's a live album, um, and we took in a march, a Strathspey, and a number of reels there, Ron. So um, a bit of dancing going on there. Yeah, Um, I enjoyed that. I I can't picture it. Okay, so Scott Skinner's compliments to Dr. MacDonald was one of the tracks. Stirling Castle was another. Where William Wallace's um, monument well, that's right. Yep. Still yep. In ca- uh, is it? Right. It's out, well, it's it's, it, it's kind of it's outside a bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Cassie, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's on the way. And uh, pretty Peggy, and then um, one I can't really pronounce, Alberada Asterina. My goodness. And there was the fiddle players Russell Hunter, Ailey, Ailey Shaw, who's obviously from um, Sugar Nifty now, Simon Bradley, and Angus Grant. Oh, Angus Grant, I think he was originally from Sugar Lifty too. Mm. So there was, um, yeah, that's uh, a wee live album called The Flowers of Edinburgh and a lot of uh, vibrant traditional music going on there. Uh, that was recorded in April 1998 at the Shoots and Roots Festival. <laughs> Gee, that's a long time ago now. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, it's all about dancing today. Absolutely. Well, I've got a track coming up now. Um, by Alec Hodgson. Now, Alec Hodgson was over here, I think, about five or six years ago. Yeah, he came over with a guitar. He was, came over he's an accordion player. Yeah. And there was a guitar yeah, but he also player sings. with a saltire or something yeah. they call themselves. That's yeah. right, saltire. And, and this track will get you off your seat, I'll tell you. This track is called Willie's Gone to Melville Castle.
bit of rock and roll there, Ron. Absolutely, that was Alec Hodgson. I, and I just love the different styles of music. I mean, you know, I mean, Scottish music is not about just bagpipes and, and you know, shooters. You know, it's <laughs> it's so much deeper than that. And I've got a couple of tracks I'll play later on. Yeah, um, if I let you. By, by um, Ian and Fraser Bruce. And, yeah. and they were instrumental, really, in in starting with Norman, Norman Buchan, who was an English teacher, mm-hmm. um, the very first... Um, folk song club at Rutherglen Academy where I went to and then that kind of started the folk singing era in Uh in Glasgow and there's a wonderful tribute on YouTube, Norman Buchan and um, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, I mean, he was so inf- influential in Scottish folk music. In fact, Billy Connolly—that's where he started. Well, I was going to say, did you ever see Paisley. the Humble Bums? Did you oh, see yeah. the Humble Bums? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were brilliant. Well, that was obviously Jerry Rafferty yeah, as Jerry well. Jerry Rafferty, wasn't it? Yeah. and I mean, what Jerry Rafferty did after he left the Humble Bums was just amazing because he. Um, you know, you know Baker Street, which is one mm, of the mm, most mm, fantastic yeah, tracks. Yeah, City, that album th- th- still. I've actually I heard it in yeah. one of the cafes the other yeah. day. Yeah, and middle of the road. Um, yep. You know, with with Steelers Wheel. Oh, stuck in the middle. You're stuck in the yeah. middle. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah so, so, so going back to your, so where did you see the humble bumps? Tell us a little bit about that. I saw, obviously not a dance thing. That was a more no, sit down and no, drink I, sort of band to no, watch. No, no, the humble bumps I saw in a folk club in Glasgow. Oh, okay. Um, and Billy Connolly really wasn't that well known at that time. Because mm. I met Billy Connolly um, oh, when I was like 18, uh-huh. 19. Um, so did he play banjo? He was played he banjo. banjo. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he told a few stories, but he didn't talk for long. Mm-hmm. But the Humble Bombs were actually really good. And they travelled all around Scotland. You know, they used to go right up to Aberdeen, way past Aberdeen, up to the Highlands. Yep. Um, he actually did a show at a rest home and, and during the show a man died and he didn't know and he went to his mate's house, went to Jerry Rafferty's mum's house afterwards and Jerry Rafferty's mum says, oh that was dreadful that was dreadful at that show he said, what, what do you mean we were that bad she said no, one of the patients had died during the show you know, I mean, I just love his sense of humour, you know, he sees humour in absolutely everything you know <laughs> well, that, yeah, of course the big story was, it's interesting you mentioned that he did do a few um, sort of session, yeah, bit, bit of chatter and banter. But and I think what happened in time is more and more people were coming to see him do that's his right. banter. Yeah, and that's why. Then, and and, then, they, and they, that's they, why they, they kicked up. him out. Yeah, yeah, they kicked him out the band. Yeah, no, he kicked himself. Out oh, the did, band. He, did he take yeah. himself was, out? Basically, yeah, was, uh, well, he didn't yeah. need them. Yeah, no. Um, but but no, I mean, Billy started singing at in, in Paisley uh, at, okay. the, at the, yep. a place called the Attic. Yep, and that's where he first started playing playing banjo. And that's, in fact, where he met Jerry Rafferty. And Jerry Rafferty said to him, do you want to come up to the house and have a few beers and listen to my music? And Billy Connolly says, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he did. And um, Jerry Rafferty played him this music and he said, oh, just, that's fantastic. He says, yeah. you're in the Humble Bums. Yeah. That, was how, that was how they got, that's how the Humble Bums went from two to three. Right. Oh, yeah. well, they're only a three-piece. They're only, they're, they're only a three-piece. Okay. Originally a two-piece. So what yeah. did Jerry Rafferty play? He was guitar, was he? He guitar was guitar and, and singing. Yeah. And then who was the other member? What did they um, play? Drum or bass? Uh, Tom Mc, no, McVitie. Sorry, I can't remember his TGS name. TGS bass, maybe. Um, <laughs> but they were great. I mean, they were good in their own right. Yeah. And, nothing and to do with dancing or Kayleigh, no, though, were they? No, absolutely not. So we've gone a little P- purely, bit off, off Purely folk here. singing. 
yeah. But it's still but good Scottish great. music. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're on Kilts and Kiwis with Ron and uh, Simon. Again, uh, this year, proudly sponsored and supported by uh, Haraways. And um, we have, uh, we run our giveaways through our Facebook page, which is the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society Facebook page. So, uh, go along and have a look at that, and we'll run a competition. And uh, do a bit of a giveaway uh, for that. And now we're back on. And uh, each program this year, we'll look at doing a theme. So I'm not too sure. Actually, I did write down a few ideas. What do you reckon some of the... So, yeah, we've got dance. Uh, uh, drink. Obviously, drink would be quite a good theme for a show. Food. Food and drink, <laughs> Food maybe. And drink. Gallic language would be quite good. And obviously, St. Andrew's Day. Um Games and activities could be quite a mm. uh, yeah. So, so we've got a few ideas floating around for sh- for some shows coming up um, as we go and head towards our celebrate St Andrew's Day event on uh, well, what day is it? That's Sunday twenty seventh, twenty fifth. Is it? I think yeah, late, late, yeah, just late, late November, late November, Sunday the twenty in the octagon, yeah. um, where we work away towards that. But we're on dancing today, and um, we will soon uh, kick in with the uh, Haggis Protection Society uh, Kaylee Ball and with interviews and tunes and happenings there. But uh, in the meantime, I've got Ron jumping in here. Um, I've got a tune now from the Poozies, which is a female female group. They've got, okay, what have they got? They've got harp, vocals, fiddle, fiddle harp, banjo, guitar, bass drum and stomp box. And they're a five-piece. And this track is called... Punch. If I'm on the right CD player, let me think if I'm on the right one. Thank you. 
poozies with the track punch. I hope you had a good jig around the room. Jig? Yeah, dance around the room. That came out in when? It's, uh, the poozies punch, five piece female group scanning the cover, cannot see a date or 2018 that that one came out. Um, we were hoping to have Heather Hay from the local Kaylee, Dunedin Kaylee group along for an interview and that was all teed up before um, we were um, COVID COVID, and uh, lockdown, which was about a month ago. Now, Heather's actually uh, was unavailable for today. Um, But there is, if people are interested at all, there are Kayleigh groups and they do meet regularly. Um, Well, I think there is a Kayleigh group in Dunedin. And we'll uh, put that up on our Facebook page for um, people, if anyone's interested in having a bit of a... A jump around, and um, hopefully, if um, we're at St Andrew's Day, there'll be a little bit of a demonstration going on. Maybe a few dances this year might be yeah, a, a good little option. Yeah. But anyway, she was going to um, uh, provide a tune called Maxwell's Rant by Jimmy Shand. Let's see if we've got that here.
Kiwis, brought to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Members of the society and wider Scottish community explore the connections between Dunedin, Edinburgh and Scotland, culminating in St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon on Sunday, November the 28th. Chat, music, history and giveaways, proudly supported by Dunedin City Council Events and Community Development. That's Kilts and Kiwis, Wednesday morning at 11 and podcast from oer.org.nz. Yeah, we've got to have Marion on the show, haven't we, uh, Ron? So we've oh, no, she's her. excellent. So, um, yeah, so it's November 28th, Sunday, November Scottish. 28th. <laughs> 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 all good, all good. And before that, we had uh, Jimmy Shand with Maxwell's Rant, uh, and that was a uh, dedication there to Heather Hay from Dunedin Cayley Group, who will... No doubt, try and get on somewhere along the Some, way. Yeah, further along. Yeah, but it was interesting. Have... We were chatting off air there, Ron, about um, the, the kind of instruments that they're using, Kaylee. And obviously, you know, we had that discussion. There. That's mainly accordion and fiddle, isn't yeah. it? The, the pipes yeah. are not to be found. No, no, you don't. You don't have the pipes in, uh, in a Kelly band for yeah. some reason. And I guess that's because there's no drum, and, and it doesn't yeah. sort of kick it along. It's more of a droney, sort of monotonic sort of sound, yeah. from, you know, not putting it down or anything, yeah. but it doesn't really kick in, does it? No. I, I've got a CD in front of me, and it's a picture of my brother-in-law um, <laughs> who lives in Cumbria. And um, he started off in Rutherglen Academy in the folk group, and they formed the Cayley Folk Group. So I, I think that's quite nice. They can play both styles of music. And he's playing the Penny Whistle, and he's playing it with Ian, Ian Bruce and Fraser Bruce. So and Penny he, Whistle's not probably one of the more renowned uh, Cayley <laughs> no. instruments, is no, it? No, that's probably more the folk group part. <laughs> but he's playing with Ian Bruce and Fraser Bruce, and he, Anybody who's been in Scotland um, around the folk singing, more folk singing than Cayley, would know Ian Bruce. He's played all over the world. Mm -hmm. And um, him and his brother um, formed a band called Old Hat New Heeds. Okay. And they went back to the roots of where folk music started in Scotland. And and it's absolutely brilliant. And um, this track is called... Now I'm easy, and also Eric Bogle's on it. Now, if you know Eric Bogle's name, you're from Dundee. Well, he's supposed to be here. He, he now lives in Melbourne. Yeah, he was coming to Dunedin th this week, yep. I think. Very, very good, Eric yeah. Bogle. So it's called yeah, now, He's definitely folky. Now yeah. I'm oh, well, more Kayleigh part of the show with the Haggis Protectionist Society. For nearly 60 years I've been a cocky Of droughts and fires and floods I've lived through plenty This country's dust and mud Hath seen my tears and blood It's nearly over now and now I'm easy I married a fine girl when she was twenty She died in giving birth when she was thirty There was no flying doctor then Just a gentle old black chin it's nearly over now, and now I'm easy She left me with two sons and a daughter 
And the bone-dry farm whose soil cried out for water So my care was rough and ready But they grew up fine and steady It's nearly over now And now I'm easy My daughter married young and went her own way My sons lie buried by the Burma Railway So on this land I made me own I have carried on alone It's nearly over now and now I'm easy For nearly sixty years I've been a cocky Of droughts and fires and floods I've lived through plenty This country's dust and mud Have seen my tears and blood It's nearly over now And now I'm easy it's nearly over now, and now I'm easy. Okay, uh, of course, yeah, the, the, the other thing that you don't find in um, Kaylee Benz is vocals. No. Which we come across there, so no. that, that broke that up quite nicely. Yeah, I think that's uh, a lovely tune. Um, Fraser Bruce. Fr- Fraser Bruce and um, Ian, Ian Bogle. And um, Ian Bruce, and um, you know they all knew each other at the very start of the folk singing um, uh, in, in Scotland. In so would that be mid sixties? No, no. I, I, mid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I was kind of about sixteen. Yes, mid sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. But um, if you do want to look at that tribute, it's a fantastic tribute to Norman Buchan, and he was an English school teacher, and then he left and got into politics. And it's absolutely brilliant. You, you'll hear the very best of Scottish folk singing and maybe a wee bit of Cayley music as well. Mm-hmm, but it is, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful tribute to his involvement in the Scottish folk, sing, folk scene in, in Glasgow. Okay, nice Ron one. Bucken. Well, good to have you along, Ron. Uh, My pleasure. Ron. Great, great to have you on, Kilts and Kiwis. We're going to jump in now to the, uh, we'll take yourselves back for a couple of months, and we're at the University Union Hall with the Haggis Protectionist Society, and we're talking with uh, Christian, I think, first up. I'm here with one of the um, organisers for tonight's Kaylee um, from the Haggis Protection Society. So, Christian, T-shirt, T-shirt and legitimate kilt so what's your what's your clan there so mcfarlane uh, this is proper clan mcfarlane kilt uh, from scotland a hand-me-down very scottish as you would know but faded but yeah yeah exactly exactly no originally my older brothers but uh, he uh, he eventually moved on and got a new one so i i was the lucky sod that got to pick up the second one that's what that's what happens in scotland when you're second born 
<laughs> it's great to have an occasion to actually wear it here because there's not many, is there? Yeah, it's fantastic. Look, I mean, any excuse to get it out, but it's really nice to be able to do it with uh, a traditional Scottish Cayley. Um I think that's what we've all been all been missing. All the all the original Scots here in Dunedin are, are clambering for a good dance like we did back home. So yeah, fa- fantastic. And sort of how did that? How did the group come about? And then how did the idea of getting a Cayley together? Of course, so we, we got together, we, we all um, worked together at the university, but we um, were at a, a Burns Supper event a couple of years ago, uh, last year, I bet. And we, you know, we were enjoying ourselves, but there was a lot of speeches, there was a lot of poetry, a lot of recital, and we thought, you know, actually what we just really would like is, is a dance. And so, <laughs> surprisingly, after that event, we actually all got together and, and decided to do it. Um, and yeah, we've we've spent the last few months just planning things and getting everything organised, and here we are in the night. Did any of you have any experience, or did you just sort of jump in boots and all? I mean, definitely jump in boots and all. Uh, <laughs> no, we we have a we have a range of skills within the uh, within the group. Um, we've got people who have done events in the past. We've got people who are you know have experience with lighting, and we've got people who are experienced with marketing. So we were lucky that the broad skills that we had within the group helped. But um, certainly none of us had organised an event like this before. It sounds like, yeah, the, the parts make a good whole. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what was the, the clan? McFarlane. McFarlane. So where, whereabouts from Scotland are they? Well, uh, all over. We were the, the famous sheep stealers. Um, my, my mother is a Cahoon, my dad is McFarlane, and notoriously McFarlane's would steal the sheep of Cahoon's. But I'm originally from the west coast, from Glasgow. Okay, nice, nice. And do you have any connections with Edinburgh at all? My, my connections are more just from lots of obviously good visits. My older brother went to university there. Uh, we enjoy going to the Fringe and the theatre. Um, but at heart, I must confess, I am a bit, of a, a bit of a Glasgow boy. As you'll know, there's a bit of a rivalry between Edinburgh and Glasgow. And we've got some West Coasters in our team. Uh, and we've got some East Coasters. So it definitely has helped uh, spur on the banter. Yeah, and a good mix. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're so you've only been here for a couple of years. So did you know about Dunedin, the sort of Dunedin Edinburgh links going back at all when you came here? Uh, no, had absolutely no clue. So my partner and I moved out here in 2019, um, and she got a job uh, down here and dragged me. And it was only when we arrived, and everybody, you know, every street name was the same. And you know, we had, you know, we saw the Scotland shop <laughs> right off the octagon, and uh, that was really when we noticed that we had that massive connection. And then, obviously, saw that it was the sister city with Edinburgh, and found out about the settlers, etc. So it's been fascinating. Yeah, the, the Settlers Museum and that portrait gallery is amazing. Have you been in there? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's stunning, great place to spend an afternoon. It was really, it's quite fascinating because we don't get taught a lot of that history back home. You know, it's not something that we are as aware of as maybe we should be. We didn't quite appreciate how close the connections are, and that's certainly something that we want to try and promote back home as well. You know, there is this huge connection over here. Well, that's right. You know, there's something like 40,000 Scots came south, I think. And there's probably a similar amount what went to Nova Scotia as well, you know. And um, it is something that we're as a society trying to do, but it's obviously, you know, you need to have a, a group, a similar group or people involved in, in, in Edinburgh or Scotland to do the same. So I guess um, it'll be great to have you guys along to help with that sort of thing, I guess, going forward. 
100%. We're, uh, we're definitely keen to, to get involved and help. And I, I think between us all, we still have enough connections back home that we can uh, certainly start making some headway there. Brilliant, brilliant. And, and so on the musical front, is there any particular band that you um, really enjoy or pine for, you know, from Scotland at all that you'd like to play, a, a, we can play a track for you? Uh, well, truthfully, my um, favourite Scottish band are Churches. Um, bit of a more modern dance group, but uh, they, yeah, oh, I think they're fantastic. Love them. And they've just done a single with Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh, have they? I've not even caught up on that yet, but I'm looking forward to hearing that. That'll be fantastic. Brilliant. Oh, well, um, maybe we'll play that one or dig it out. I think it's only come out of a couple of weeks ago, so um, off the new album, I think it is, that's coming up in a few months. Sounds great. Look okay, cheers. Thanks for chatting. Cheers, cheers Christian.
I've got James with me here um, at the Cayley Night from the uh, Haggis Protection Society. Uh, how, how did you get involved in this, James? Uh, well, we, we attended a, um, a Scottish Burns Night about two years ago. And we were the most rowdy table full of Scottish, actual born in Scottish uh, Scotland people. And we thought, well... You're probably the only one, those ones under 50 as well. Well, I'm not actually under 50, but thank you, though. <laughs> but um, we, we thought, oh, the best part of the night was actually the Cayley, the dancing part. But it wasn't really long enough. There was lots of arias and songs, and it was lovely. But it, I actually come from air, from Robert Burns' country. And as we all know, Robert Burns has got about 300 illegitimate children so I don't think he'd be quite quite aligned with sitting there being loved a lot of protocol wasn't it yeah, well I think he was he was a bit of a dirty old old sort so we decided that we would actually run a Cayley ourselves or would actually try and run a Cayley most of it was rhetoric and then we sat and had a few beers and we thought well let's have a go at this but it was just rhetoric and then we thought it started to build and started to build and now we've got like 230 odd people coming and we thought oh goodness we've actually got something that might work so Tonight is about uh, dancing, probably a bit of drinking, and a lot of there's a lot of New Zealanders, a lot of people in Dunedin that have got Scottish culture, Scottish heritage, and we've actually got people coming down from. Well, they actually they couldn't come from Wellington, but we've got people coming from uh, Invercargill, and and in uh, I actually sent some information out to all the Scottish country dancing clubs in different parts of the country. So we've got people coming from a long way for tonight. And all of a sudden, it's become real and good and interesting, and we're uh, we're feeling very excited about the whole thing. And uh, we've got to stay a bit sober, but it's a but it's a Cayley. And our view of a Cayley is you have a bit of a, well, in fact, a lot of a dance. And of course, for all the ladies out there, this actually counts as a date night for your man. So that's always a good thing. Young and old, uh, and uh, we're just going to have a great night, and it's going to be great fun. Yeah, so, brilliant, and it's great how you guys have just jumped into it. Now, the kilt, is it, yeah. is it uh, for real, and, and what clan are you, and tell us a bit about it. So I'm a, I'm a Lindsay, this is, a, this is the ancient Lindsay, and I've had this kilt for, it's funny, I've had it for about 20, nearly 30 years now. But I think it's a bit, something's wrong with it because I think it's starting to shrink around the middle. So I'm not quite sure about that. It's getting a bit tighter and I'm on my lap. Oh, funny that, eh? <laughs> I know, I don't know what's happened. I'm, I'm getting, I don't think I'm any skinnier than I used to be. And of course, I've got my big stag's head uh, sporn. I don't know if you listeners can hear that, but I have bells on my sporn just to make it jiggly. So, um, yeah, so this is my tartan. I've had it for oh, like nearly 30 years now, but like I say, it's starting to shrink. So, and what part of Scotland are you from? What? I was born in uh, Ayr, in Ayrshire, and um, when I was a wee boy, I used to go to the bridge over the River Doon, up by the monument there, and I'd recite Tam O'Shanta and a few other poems for the American tourists, and I'd get 50 pence a time. That's going back a long time now. So I'm true dyed-in-the-wool Scottish boy, but now I live here in New Zealand. I've been in New Zealand for probably 30 years now. How long have you been living in Dunedin? This time I've been in Dunedin for 18 years. Uh, before that, I was in Wellington, Palmerston North, Rotorua, Dunedin, Parmas North, Invercargill, now I'm here. So. Music-wise, is there anything you particularly miss? Obviously, you've mentioned Burns, but is there anything else that um, we could play for you on the show today? Wow, that's a great thing. So I, I actually, if this, will, this will date me, I actually love the Corries. They're the guys that wrote Flower of Scotland. I love all of their songs. I used to annoy my friends back in Scotland, back in air at the Abbotsford Hotel, yelling and whooping and hauling up the Corries. I like things like Big Country. I like all the old Scottish stuff that is... Uh, I know Big Country are not Scottish. Well, they are Scottish, but they're not old-fashioned. Yeah. I love the Corries. I love that sort of stuff. And they used, they have a, they've got a sort of element where they were folk, but they did quite a lot of comedy as well, didn't they? Yeah, no, they were really 
really entertaining group and uh, for, I mean obviously one's dead now but like I say the Roats Flower of Scotland that's no mean feat so yeah so that was Ronnie and oh I can't remember the other guy uh, yeah anyway so yeah so I'm a big fan of the Corries yeah fantastic well thanks for your time no problem and I hope you have a good night thank you very much we'd like to thank you all for coming along tonight and being such a fantastic audience we've thoroughly enjoyed ourselves and we hope sincerely that you have as well Thank you. 
Some Kiwis, that was the Corries, that's uh, Roy Williamson and Ronnie Brown with the tune The Rattling Bog, which was recorded live on tour in Scotland in 1975. You're on uh, Kilts and Kiwis, and we're running through the Cayley event that was held back in July with the Haggis Protectionist Society. That tune there for the Corries was for James, and before that, we had Christian's track with Churches with Robert Scott, How Not to Drown. And uh, let's have a chat with uh, Sam and see what he's got to say. The Haggis Protection Society, Sam, who came up with that one? I think we all drunkenly had a conversation, and that was the best name we could think of at the time. So it was a group agreement. So there were some bad ones, some good ones, and at the end of the night, that was the only one we could remember. <laughs> I was going to say one of some of the bad ones, but <laughs> we don't go there. Yeah? I wouldn't even tell them to friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the kilt that you're wearing, so this is um, your, your clan? It's not. It's actually the Scottish National Tartan. My clan is Rory Red, and it would burn your eyes. So I actually bought a Scottish National Tartan back in the day, probably 20 years ago, when they were actually talking about independence, but never actually went for it. So that's the, there's a kilt I get married in, and I, that's what I decided to wear tonight. Brilliant, brilliant. And I'm a Kiwi, and um, you know, I wear the New Zealand. There's a New Zealand tartan for, for St Andrew's Day, which is so that's great. And, and maybe you know, it may well come true very soon. Obviously, with the independence, I reckon it might actually. If they had decided to stay in Europe, England, then we would have definitely stayed part of the union. But now they've come out of Europe, and Scotland want to stay in. Scotland voted to stay in, and they will stay in. So they'll, I'm 100 percent positive now that they will split. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time, eh? And, and, and so, how long have you been in Dunedin, sir? I've actually been in Dunedin 11 years now. So, I came straight from central London, where I used to work, and then I came to Dunedin. And I just, there was nowhere else for me in New Zealand. Literally nowhere else. And did you know about the connections that, in particular, we have with, what, with Scotland and particularly with Edinburgh at all when you came over? Yeah, I had my wife's a Kiwi. Or my partner's a Kiwi, so we came over here on holiday quite a lot. But it never actually registered until I came here to live. So even though I came here on holiday and I'd spend a lot of time here, it never actually registered to me until I physically came here to live. And that's why I suppose you, you had a good look around, you saw the, the museum and everything. Yeah, and I, I have honestly worked in Bermuda, Paris, Bavaria, you name it, I've worked all over Europe, and I would not swap Dunedin for any of those places. Even Bermuda, and people think I'm lying, and I'm really not. Maybe for a few weeks in Bermuda. Yeah, a couple of, couple of weeks in the sunshine, drinking, but apart from that, no. Oh, but whereabouts are you from in Scotland, Sam? I'm actually from Glasgow, a place called Easter House in Glasgow. So that's a band called Easter House, wasn't there? Uh, no, there was a band called Scheme that came from Easter House. They were terrible, but that's what they were called. Easter House is a housing estate in Glasgow. We didn't actually have a lot of Cayleys. We had a lot of parties, but they weren't called Cayleys. So tonight I'm actually just looking forward to just dancing to some traditional old Scottish music and having some fun with friends. And there's a caller, isn't there? That's, that's, that's the sort of key to it all, yeah? The caller really is the key, because believe me, even the committee don't know the steps. So the fact that the caller's there, 
will hopefully have us at least moving in the right direction. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for your time, and uh, we look forward to a great night. Cheers. All right. Thank you. band Easter House for Sam um, but they're not from Glasgow they were actually from Stratford which I think is near Manchester or Liverpool somewhere up that way um, you're on Kilts and Kiwis and we're chatting to the fellas from the Haggis Protectionist Society who ran the recent Cayley let's have a chat with Gordon okay I've got another Haggis Protection Societist I guess is, is the word uh, Gordon here. Uh, tell us, tell us a bit about yourself, Gordon, and uh, and the, about your heritage there in the kilt. So I came to New Zealand in 2017 with my wife and two kids, um, and my wife's a Kiwi, um, so I'm a, another Scottish import. Um, and yeah, looking to set up this Kelly to, to kind of add a bit of a bit of life and Scottish character to Dunedin life. Um, my kilt is the uh, Clan Robertson kilt, um, which is the, the ancient one, the red one, rather than the green one, the hunting one. Um, so what, what's that? What do you mean, hunting one, traditional one? What's the difference here? Uh, well, in my basic terminology, the, the red one's the kind of more traditional one, if you like. The the, the green one's a more modern one uh, and used 
used for hunting in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm not. I'm not hunting tonight. Yeah, yeah, um, I was wondering about this hunting. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's a fairly informal evening we're looking for tonight. So it's kilts and t-shirts, um, and yeah, just trying to uh, add a bit of lively Cayley activity to Dunedin life. And it seems to have been a bit of a hit. You know, there's there's plenty of people coming along. Um, Music-wise, we've got a caller. We've got, what sort? Of, what's the band? What's the? Where, where'd you get the band from? Uh, well, the band is a, a mixture of uh, the, the Little Green Men from um, down in Invercargill. Uh, we've also got Sheena on the fiddle from uh, Queenstown. Uh, she's an Aberdonian. Uh, and we've got, we've, we won't hold that against her. Uh, and we've got Gary Elford from uh, Christchurch, who's our caller for the night. So we've not experienced the band, and we're hoping they're excellent. <laughs> If they're good, we'll invite them back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. It'd be great if you can. You know, look, with the way it's going so far, you know, as an annual event and, and, and these sort of things can only grow. When you came over in 2017, did you have any idea, obviously you've got a Kiwi wife, partner, but did you have any idea about the links that we had, Dunedin, Edinburgh and, and Scotland, Dunedin sort of thing? Was it was that in your mind? Did you know about it? Yeah, so I, I knew about the links um, just because I've been coming over here probably since 2005. Um, uh, and yeah, aware, aware of those links, um, specifically with Dunedin, the street names and um, the, the the history. Um, so yeah, aware of it. But I suppose once you once you move in and become part of the furniture, um, you you kind of lose some of that. So I suppose this is a, a an opportunity tonight to kind of um, reaffirm some of our Scottishness within Dunedin. Yeah, it is. And it's it's a great 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 uh, time to do it. And music wise, what, what, what is there anything in particular that you would like? to hear on the show that we're doing t- for you here and um, anything you particularly miss from uh, Edinburgh on the music front? Um, so uh, well, on the music front, I mean mu- music's international these days so um, uh, I suppose what we're looking to try and do tonight is add a bit of, uh, bit of tradition but also a bit of more of a modern flavour as well so um, more more sugar nifty than um, than tartan shortbread. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And, and you, you yourself, do you, is Sugar Nifty one of the bands you enjoy? To be honest, it's not something I would listen to listen to all the time. Uh, but I was actually listening to some in the car on the way here, so um, get in the mood, get, get, getting myself in the mood. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, it's uh, it's not the White Heather Club. Um, it's 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 more of uh, more of that modern twist and Achille. And tonight's really about having a having a good time and bringing that good time Scottish vibe to Dunedin um, and reminding people what Achille should be all about, which is just a good time. It's a good night out. Yeah, that, that's great, that's great, and um, yeah, well, thank you very much, and let's have a good night, eh? Thank you.
Ray here with me, another of the Haggis Protection Societists. How long have you been in Dunedin? Hey, I've been here six years now. I did about ten years up in Wanaka and six or seven years down here now. Yeah. And where did you come from? Oh, originally I'm from the West Coast. I'm from Helensborough, so it's still a little bit uh, uncanny seeing the bus with Helensborough written on it going through town. I half expect to see my mother there with, on the front seat with her bus pass in hand. I've got a story about Helensborough. About three years ago we did a show there at the Tower. There's a, a, a church and it's called the Tower something. But it's quite a scary place because there's a lot of nuclear missiles there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. You either know uh, Helensborough for the scenery of Loch Lomond nearby or... Or the fact that it's massive nuclear submarine base. Yeah. So you're tartan. Tell us a bit about it. What's your history there? Okay, so this tartan is a flower of Scotland tartan, which uh, is a safe one for weddings because you're not going to get stuck in a clan battle over it. So uh, yeah, it's one of those non-family tartans. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. So one I got married in, and it's uh, the one we picked so as nobody would fall out over it. And, and do you have a, you would have a particular clan though? Would you that you're affiliated to? Yes. Uh, myself, my heritage is more Irish, yeah, so O'Brien is his surname. Uh, on my mum's side, that's Octolonies and uh, the Macintoshes, so they've got some tartans and some good clan history there. When you came to New Zealand, were you aware of the, the Scottishness down here in particular in the South Island? Yeah, uh, oh, you, you can't really visit Dunedin without seeing a bit of Scottishness in it. Uh, there's a whole load of familiar things, and even just familiar, very familiar things to uh, where I'm from in the West Coast. You know, street names and landmarks, not just in central Dunedin and the bit that's quite well recognised, but out round about as well. So whether you recognise it as that is deliberately Scottish or whether you just soak it up from being there, there's definitely, maybe it's part of why I chose to be here as well. Yeah, but d- did you realise that when you were over there that there was this connection though? That's what I'm sort of thinking about. Was there any, you know, in school or anything, was there much, much taught about that? Because it was a massive, 50,000 Scots came down here, didn't they, in, in, the, in the sort of early 1900s? Yeah. No, it's not something I probably have ever covered at school and probably uh, 
have coming from west of Glasgow. I'm not so sure they would have told us any of Edinburgh, Edinburgh sister city's history anyway. They would probably have blanked out the history books. <laughs> Music-wise, personally, is there any particular Scottish music that you enjoy or a, a group that you pine to see or you know haven't seen for many years? Is there something we can play for you today? I'm not musical at all. I'll leave those musical aspirations to the rest of the family. I've got my son sat here with his bagpipes. Uh, but really, for me, it's not so much about the music, but the gathering that Achille is. Yeah, and, and that's sort of that big night out and the the rami that happens. The rami? The rami, yeah. It's been a right good rami. <laughs> What's that, rami? Oh, just a, a, a boisterous okay. night. Bit of a knees up. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's not not necessarily about drinking either. It's actually just about everybody up there having fun, bottling about, and uh, the level of energy involved in it. Brilliant, that's great. I want to have a chat with Dan. Dan's been to celebrate St Andrew's Day. He must have, he plays with the John McGlashan Pipe Band. So, how long have you been playing the pipes for, Dan? Uh, this is the start of my sixth year. So, yeah, I've been playing five years. I started when we first moved down to Dunedin at the OSPD and then when I moved to go to school at Johnny's then I started um, then I started playing for the band. Yeah, because they just started, well, it was only a few years ago when they started it, eh? Yeah, they, well it was quite a big band like quite a few years ago and they only, yeah, just started it back up with the old vice principal and then a new one came. And then You'll be glad to hear that we might try and have a sort of fun uh, competition at this year's Celebrate St Andrew's Day for the person who could blow and make the loudest noise out of a set of bagpipes. Do you think you'll be up for it? Yeah, I'm great. Enjoy that. <laughs> great, great. That's good to know. Cheers. Thanks. Okay, we're back at the uh, the Cayley, the first uh, Cayley put on by the Haggis Protection Society. I've got the caller here, Gary from Christchurch. How the hell did you get down here, Gary? Who, who asked you to come here? What's the story? Uh, I got asked by Sheena, who was leading the band. She's the fiddle player in the band. Okay. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I've called for them a couple of times, so here I am. And what is, for the un- uninitiated, the people who don't know, in a, in a Kaylee, what does the caller do? Well, the caller really is the MC, I guess. And, and traditionally, a Kaylee was more than we know it as today. Now... Today we know it as a dance, but traditionally a Kaylee was uh, a night of entertainment. So not only was the dancing, but somebody would get up and recite a poem, somebody might sing a song, or somebody else might get up and do a tune, sort of in between the dances. Um, yeah, it was a sort of a fun night, a party, really. And they're expecting a rowdy crowd from the looks of things here. They've got a big barrier in front of you. Yeah, well, it's they've got two, 225 tickets or something sold, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as they've they've watered down the whiskey, uh, it'll be all right. But if they, if they haven't watered down the whiskey, it'll get it'll get bright and breezy come eleven o'clock, I would think. Yeah, it's the third hour could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is there a set program that you're running to, or do you, do you judge it from the how the crowd's getting involved, or do you have yeah? yeah give us norm- a bit of an idea. Nor- normally, I would judge it on the crowd, and I'll, I would have two or three standard dances that I start with, and then I would. Um, judge what the crowd wants and then we'd go tonight's a bit special because they've asked for purely Scottish Cayley dances so dances that would appear in um, 
pardon me, that you would do in at a Cayley in Scotland. So there'll be some more traditional dances like the military two-step and the Highland Scottish and Gay Gordons as, as well as um, common what we in New Zealand call barn dances, you know. Uh, but there'll be the traditional ones like the Dashing White Sergeant and the Circassian Circle and Orcadian Strip the Willow and, you know, um, yeah, there'll be a lot of Scottish stuff. Brilliant. And do you have any connections with Scotland yourself? Not a one, not a one. 51% Irish. <laughs> and it's great. So how the hell did you get into calling? Where did that come about? Well, um, there's, there's a great... Um, Kaylee or barn dance tradition in the folk community and I've been part of that community for about 35 years so um, yeah so I call lots and lots of barn dances I, I would I, I would call 20 or 30 a year um, so I'm calling all the time so brilliant I thought I've, I've got some familiar I think I might have seen you at the uh, the folk festival in Wipera about three or four years ago maybe that was a go yeah yep. Yeah. That would have been me, yeah. I was with the Nukes, the ukulele group. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. No, yeah, yeah. Small world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely call that dance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cheers, Gary. Right, much obliged.
lucky last now we've got Murdo with us here. I think he's one of the prime movers of this whole little organisation. And um, the kilt, Murdo, a lot of green. Is that, is that significant? Does that signify something in particular? Uh, yeah, there's um, a few versions of the, the Ross tartan. There's the dress Ross that looks like a tablecloth. So rather than looking like I've hastily ripped something off a table uh, to get dressed, this is the, the hunting Ross, which is green. Uh, there's an ancient and modern. There's so many different types of kilt now, it's ridiculous. But uh, this one looks nice on me, I think. Great, yeah, it does. And Ross, what part of Scotland is that from? The Rosses uh, are from Skye. I think um, my mum's been doing a bit of genealogy, so we've uh, apparently displaced uh, a wee while ago uh, over to Sky from uh, uh, Ross and Crometry, that, that kind of area. And yourself, so what's your, how long have you been in Dunedin and um, where did you come from? Did you come from Sky? Uh, no, I was actually living in Argyle before I came across. Um, I've been here for about 14 years, so long enough to lose the accent. Uh, <laughs> with a few drinks, no doubt it comes back. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, you'll end, I'll end up speaking Gaelic later on. Um, but uh, no, I, I came across to... Uh, I followed a girl out here and... Uh, a Kiwi? Uh, no, no, this was an Irish girl, and uh, I all turned to custard. What a train wreck. It was awful. I don't know if supposed to be... Uh, I was only going to be here a couple of weeks, but uh, do you know I I fell in love with uh, with Dunedin, and then I, I met a lovely wee Kiwi lassie. Uh, Kiwi girls are the best, and now we've got two wee girls ourselves. So uh, I'm not getting out of Dunedin alive. That's me. That's fantastic. That's a great one. To follow an Irish woman and end up with a Kiwi. That's great. She gave you the slip, did she? I, I got an upgrade. I would say that. I will see it. Will see it. Thank you. <laughs> so when you when you were living in Argyle, did you have any idea of the connections we have down here with Scotland? Like, it, it, you know, not just Dunedin, but the south, you know, of, of the South Island. To be absolutely honest, and I'm, I know this isn't going to go down well, but uh, before I came, uh, I was working with a Kiwi up in Glasgow, and uh, I mentioned to him that I was I was going to head out to Otago, and uh, I was absolutely exhausted. I've been working three jobs to before coming out here, and uh, I arrived in Auckland. And I was oh, I have to get on another plane, and then. Uh, I dozed off and saw how high up we were. I thought, oh, geez, uh, Dunedin's a wee bit further away than I thought. Uh, saw Akaroa and Banks Peninsula. I was hastily flicking through the back few pages of the in-flight magazine to see a map in New Zealand. Uh, I tell you, I was not prepared. Terrible. But, um, you know, once I got to Dunedin, a few things were triggered in my in my memory that, uh, yes, yeah, I, I, I remember hearing that there was the connection and, uh, yeah, I was a wee bit ignorant and a bit hasty coming across, but it all fell into place and I realised where I'd ended up and I couldn't be happier. It's oh, magic. It reminds me of a story. When I was a student in the 80s, a Scottish footballer landed at Christchurch Airport and got a taxi to Dunedin because he thought it was just down the road. Oh, really? Brilliant, brilliant. A wee bit like that. I think everyone's had a story of Japanese tourists uh, turning up, not speaking the language and ending up in, I don't know, whatever version of Timbuktu you've got. Yeah. So, so tell us about your musical taste. Is there anything you particularly like? We're, we're, our show's Kilts and Kiwis. Is there any particular Scottish artist or song that you'd like us to play for you? Uh, well, I tell you what, uh, Tartan Amoebas, that's going back a wee while. Uh, I, um, I managed a band called Cadwelladir from uh, from Brittany, and um, I organised to have them playing at the uh, Celtic Connections in Glasgow, and I had them on stage at the Royal Concert Hall as a support act for Tartan Amoebas. Um, 
Yeah, uh, it, it all kind of uh, fell into place a wee bit there. But it was around about that time that, um, yeah, I was mad into uh, uh, Celtic music, modern Celtic music. Um, uh, Def Shepherd, that was another favourite at the time. Uh, these are a bit obscure. Obviously. I've no Tatton Amoebas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Um, there's also uh, Pete Bog Ferries. Yep, totally. Um, so uh, I think there's a family connection there. So that would be quite good to, to hear them on. And uh, I think it's uh, the Wattonish boys, you know, if you can hear Wattonish. Uh, boys, yeah, I'll um, I'll have to check my. I, I follow a playlist. My mum sent it to me. It's uh, Spotify. It's a playlist on Spotify, so <laughs> so it keeps me relevant. But I don't always check who's singing what, you know, or <laughs> where the noise is coming from. Well, that's great. You know, that, that's fantastic. Well, I definitely can get Tatan Amoebas, and I'll check the others, and we'll see how we go. Thanks for your time. Uh, no worries at all, and um, I hope you're staying on tonight. Um, oh, fantastic. It's uh, a wee bit of effort has gone into this. I mean, it's all right coming up with the idea, but uh, there's uh, uh, a wee bit of grunt work that's gone into it, and uh, we're all quite invested and uh, have our fingers crossed, and uh, uh, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a great evening, and the first of many, I hope. Yep, fantastic. Well, the way the ticket sales have gone, it's fantastic for you guys to, you know, you've jumped in into the unknown and, and taking it on, and, and uh, all the best to you. It's fantastic. Well done. Appreciate that. We're, I suppose as a group, we're investing a bit in our adopted city. Uh, we're, we're trying to give back a wee bit, and certainly I wanted to give that impression when I was putting together the website and uh, getting the logo sorted out and uh, all these wee things that I think we've uh, will be revealed tonight that we've done to make it as good as we can for people and uh, you know just show our passion, love for the city, and and uh, our pride and the connection uh, between Dunedin and Scotland, which uh, although I might not have been too aware of when I first arrived with a bump on the tarmac, but out at uh, by Marskill, but um, but certainly uh, yeah, it's very relevant, and I'm very proud of that now. Good on you, well done, cheers. Thanks a lot. And a jolly good time was had by all, that's for sure. Um, it was three hours of solid dancing and activity, and a, a very well put on supper. And uh, that was held at the University Union back in uh, late July, I think. Uh, the Cayley, run by the Haggis Protection Society, and. Um, we're about to go now. That was our first uh, episode of Kilts and Kiwis for 2021. We uh, hope to continue. Um, obviously, lots of things up in the air right now, and whether we uh, proceed with uh, Celebrate St Andrew's Day at the end of uh, November on Sunday the 28th in the Octagon. We'll... Uh, post up some information on our Facebook page with a giveaway thanks to Haraways our Facebook page is Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society and uh, here for um, Murdoch is uh, Pitbull Fairies and they'll take us out for the night, uh, for the afternoon I should say, or maybe not because it's just slipped over off the um, off the player, so um, we'll just uh, chat away and hopefully bring up the Pitbull Fairies This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.